I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Aren't you glad to be in church? I tell you, I love Sunday. I love God's people. I love being in church. Without this church, I wouldn't be in Asia. You know, you do nothing on your own. Thank God for Destiny Church being willing to allow me to go on that first missionary journey to uh, China in 1999. And for Pastor... Dave Bell to be willing to let me, our family, move over there and go over there. Of course, it was Nathan Bell, if any of you knew Nathan, Matt's uncle, who we worked under in China for a while. So we're so thankful for this church. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go to Christ the King, Christ is King Church. I'm still learning that name, Matt, all right? But I love it. We have Peggy Howard here. Many of you don't know Peggy. She's from our church in Louisiana, where I now attend, my brother-in-law's church. And Peggy helped my sister Becky when she had her stroke. She's a nurse. She also sings great harmony with the worship team. Peggy, stand up just so people see who you are. She's here helping a patient with Alzheimer right now, so be praying for Peggy. But church people are so important, aren't they? Our church is so important. Church is important whether it's here or whether it's in China. How many know the kingdom of God isn't just an American thing? Christ is king in China. Christ is king in Japan. Christ is king in Taiwan. Christ is king in South Korea. Oh, I tell you, my heart just yearns for the people of Asia. I was showing David Cook a picture of myself at IBC when I was just 19 years old, just a skinny little kid then. No beard, no, you know, just a young kid, 19, sitting on a bench with my bell-bottom plaid pants on. Matt saw the picture, too. Sitting with a young Vietnamese man. Vietnam had just collapsed, and they were sheltered at IBC for a time, the refugees. That was my first taste of Asia. God dropped Asia on me at Bible college. Vietnamese young people that came there. But God continued to give prophetic word that I'm going to use you. Go ahead and start the PowerPoint up there if you would. In a nation with black head people, all black hair. Well, I'm in a nation with all those with black hair for sure. And mainland China, of course, is my home. Japan I love. I got to minister there ten times during this trip in Japan. But I can't speak a word of Japanese. But in China, I was able to be in four services and be with our 40 family members again, a huge, actually 45 of us getting together. If you will go to the next screen here. This is how I was welcomed in China. And welcomed in China, you're welcome with a bouquet of flowers when you return. I did not know what all they had planned. We were just having a reunion dinner. But instead, when I walked in, the confetti cannons went off. I had it all in my hair everywhere. Balloons everywhere. A banner, welcome home, Grandpa. A cake with the 18 candle on there for the 18 years that we've been part of Shuzhou Home of Hope. Ah, we had an exciting reunion again. How many know I was glad when they said unto me, let us go to the house of the Lord. The house of the Lord isn't just here, but it's also among the Christian believers in China in Japan. I was glad when they said unto me, 
I hope you have an excitement about Sundays. I already gave my secret away tonight to Abigail. Not sure where Abigail is. I taught my grandkids in China. When Grandpa falls asleep because of jet lag, there's one word you can scream out and I'll wake up. And boy, they use it over and over on me. There's Abigail. Yeah. What's that word, Abigail? What? Sunday. Boy, the best day of the week. If they hollered Sunday at me, I don't care what day of the week it was, I jumped up with excitement. Do you get excited about the house of the Lord? About Sunday, when people are gathered all over the world worshiping God, loving the Lord. Don't ever let it get old. You know, the churches I saw in Asia, I said, I get to pop in here and preach with excitement and leave the next day. You've been here year after year after year after year. Pastor Fujinaga, over 15 years pastor in Ishikiti Church. How many believe that's something to rejoice over? Amen. Faithfulness in the house of God. You that are faithful to the house of God. Go ahead to the next one here. Here's some of our young men. I tell you, ours was a mentoring. It was a discipleship. Raising up young men and young ladies for the glory of God in China. There are some of their names that you can see as they were welcoming me back. Okay, and here we went out for our first dinner together. I counted, we had seven dinners together in six days. How many know miracle meals? Getting together around fellowship and around the food. And boy, we had a great time. Uh, Rena and Brian standing beside me. I put their names up there because they're the two from Nathan Bell's Home of Hope. They're the reason I was pulled to go to Asia. I visited Nathan Bell's Home of Hope in 2001, fell in love with these two little kids, a brother and a sister, and he, it looked like he had the, the weight of the world on his shoulder protecting his little sister. They lost their parents, and I fell in love with them, started communicating with them, and, and pen pal back and forth, and uh, then when I went over there in the summer, they wanted to learn English from me, but Rena and Brian... Rena was with us in California right before Cindy passed away. And Rena just got married two weeks ago. You'll see her husband here in a second. Kelly in the middle is my translator. Some of you have asked about Kelly. Their church has been under great persecution. Their pastor in prison. Kelly and her husband Daniel, he's an ordained minister, two children. They've been forced out of their apartment by the police over and over again. We don't face that kind of harassment for going to church. Boy, we have the freedom to do it. Let's come joyfully and with excitement. We were able to minister to Kelly again. Grandpa, back to Shuzhou. This was the welcome banner. This is Rena's new husband. I met him for the first time. Just a great young man. His name is Twin Guang, which means the springtime, and light, spring light. And he's just a, a God gave Rena after. She worked with us for five years. She got her master's degree. She could have done just about anything, but Rena is just a fantastic young lady. And here God's given her a great husband two weeks before I got there, okay? Here's two of our youngest, Peter and Zach. We still support some high school students that are very young that still need some of our help. Most of our young people now that were four years old or five when we took them in tower above me now, as you could have seen in that picture. But these young men are still just finishing high school, but we just have the greatest young people even coming up out of high school now. Okay, this is Eve. Eve is one of our oldest girls. She got married and had two children, as you can see there. I'd never met her husband. 
and he came to our reunion. We had a four-hour lunch. No one wanted to leave. I mean, no, that's what family's about. That's one thing I love about the church in Asia. Matt knows, after church, we eat together. We fellowship together, right there in the church. And there's something about that, being together. Well, we had a four-hour meal. He saw how, now, people don't hug in China. Grandparents don't hug their grandchildren. If you've ever heard of tiger moms, they're very rough on their kids. But we hug, and we bless the kids, and... These new husbands who had never met me before saw me hugging all these young men and young ladies and blessing them. After four hours, he came up to me with his wife, who can speak English, of course. He wanted her to translate for him. And he asked me one question. Can I have a hug? There's something about blessing others and the love of Jesus. It's contagious. Others want to be a part of it. Well, you come here to church, you hug each other, you greet one another. Listen, people are missing out that don't have a church. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Go ahead to the next one here. This is us eating together. Ah, I tell you, Matt, for four years there was food I really missed and couldn't wait to get back to China to eat it. This is a Chinese form of barbecue, especially the lamb on the stick there on the shish kebab. Delicious. I tell you, some of that food I just could not get, and I missed it. And this fellowship together, we ended up having 12 of us. There's 11 in the picture. That was our last meal before I had to leave the next morning. And we looked at each other and said, this is like the Last Supper. 12 of us sitting here. Well, one of the young men took his flatbread and broke it and handed it to me and said, this is my body. And we all laughed. Well, he got up. That's, that's Amos, right? He's toward the back there. Uh, Amos got up and had to leave during the middle of the meeting. He had to do something on his computer doing with his business. And they were all saying, well, he went out to make some money. And I said, there's something wrong with this picture. <laughs> he just gave us the bread. And now he's the one who got up from the table and went to make money during the last time. We told him that when he came back. And he said, oh, no, 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 no. No one wants to be a Judas, for sure. Here's our local church, Gold Mountain Church, where all of our workers came from. And I've never spoken in a church without a translator, but that morning, Jane, believe it or not, I spoke to them without a translator. Where is Jane and Javier right now? Yeah, God just helped me to do that, sing a few songs in Chinese, speak to them, convey my heart. We had the most precious time. These are people I prayed together with every morning at 6 a.m before I went to the home of hope every day and blessed the children. So this church is special to me, Gold Mountain Church. The next one, this is a very large church now. Everyone who's gone to this church has been amazed at this church. Our children went there for six months for Sunday school until the government told us we had to stop. This is a large church of a thousand people. The hunger for God in a communist country. You can see even the balcony there a little bit in that picture. Pastor Lee, just a precious man of God. And Adam is friends with his son. And by the way, Adam has a shirt on that says personality. That's Adam, all right? He has all personality. This is one of the boys we raised from the time he was very young. I'll remember when I met him in the village. He wanted to jump in our car and go with us then because his situation in the village was so bad. And we said, no, you have to have medical tests first of all. But this Adam has been just a joy to us. 
But this is Pastor Lee. Here's his staff. We went there impromptu. We didn't even know we were going to go. His staff was getting ready for Sunday. It was Saturday afternoon. We turned around and had church. They put the songs up there. We sang. We prayed for one another. Go ahead. What a friend we have in Jesus. No, that didn't go. The video didn't go. Can you go back there? See if we can get that video to play with sound. Anyway, this is a church that God has blessed us with. We've been able to share on the platform many times. Now you wouldn't be able to do that. Now there's a sign in front of every church saying no minors allowed. Below the age of 18, we now couldn't take our children there. Okay, the next picture. This is a house church. a little clip to show you, but what a friend we have in Jesus. As I entered that party, I mentioned our reunion. That was the song our children were singing and playing. What a friend we have in Jesus. Oh, I tell you, don't take it for granted. You have a friend. You have Jesus. You know him. Oh, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go to the house of the Lord. This is a house church leader. I just happened upon them in the park. I was out in the park and I heard worship going on. I was so excited. I'd never heard that happen before. I mean, this is in the middle of communist China right now. This last month, they were having church. Their guitars. Let's see if we can get that video to play. <laughs> Just wanted you to see a little bit more than a picture to see the excitement and the joy over 20 of them, even with their children, which is illegal, out there worshiping God in the park. My son Bobby said, how can they do that? I told Pastor Matt, it's almost as if they've decided we'll get in trouble whatever we do. Let's just do it. Let's have church. Aren't we thankful for church? Taiwan. Uh, we had a great time in China. Taiwan is part of China. Went to Taoyuan City where Christy and Frank are. And we wanted to go. The first place I wanted to go to was Gladys Elwood's memorial, her tomb. If you know the movie In of Six Happiness, it made all kind of awards years and years ago of a lady who rescued orphans over the mountains when Japan was attacking China. Gladys Elward, a little maid from England, but boy, what an impact she had on China, even to this day. We wanted to go. You know, the blood of the martyrs is so important. She had to flee China under communism, but ended up with, a, with Chinese citizenship. Here I'm reading the story to my grandchildren, Noah and Esther, Gladys Elward, in their apartment. Uh, here is Christian Frank's first convert. His name is Victor. Be praying for Victor. I had a great time here we're at McDonald's and sharing with him and he could speak some English and we just had a great time visiting here sharing with him scripture. So remember Victor, Christy just happened to meet him on the street out in front of his, uh, what would you call it, gym, gym where he was exercising, okay? Here's Frank and I, Frank's translating for me as I'm teaching, 
we're in Taiwan, but we're teaching in mainland China the church leaders, and he's translating for me as I teach in English there to the Chinese church in China. Here's a church we attended, Vine Church. They've only been there four months, but they're quickly establishing relationships, people they can work with. So keep praying for Christy and Frank at Vine Church. Here I am praying with my grandchildren, Noah and Esther. Go ahead. Then Japan. Want to finish up with Japan. Most of my month was spent in Japan. We've fallen in love with Japan, though I can't speak a word of Japanese. But the church there is so important, and what God is doing is amazing. Here, I just arrived, and three days after I arrived with jet lag, Bobby said, we're going to go have a two-hour prayer meeting. Now, the church is in Asia Pray. Not sweet hour of, no, it's sweet two hours of prayer. Boy, we pray. You know, I never got tired during that two hours. It was so on fire and intense. Oh, we prayed. It was so exciting. Aren't you glad for a church that prays? Oh, my house shall be called a house of prayer. Oh, and boy, they pray. And this was a powerful time of prayer there at Lifesong Church. Then I was able to preach there on Sunday. And this is, I think, the third time I preached at this church over the last several years. You know, we want to say about Archie. I visited with Archie this morning. Aren't we thankful for someone like Archie and Verna Alderson? The years of ministry in Japan. I tell you, God has those that have laid up much treasure in heaven. This is, I've never done this before, passing out tracks at the train station for an hour and a half as Caleb played his guitar, the pastor worshiped out there on the street. And it was amazing. So many in Japan could speak some English, and they were so interested in what we were doing and why we were passing these papers out. So it was just a great time we had on the street doing that in Japan. I got to preach, teach six English classes for Bobby. Six. If you think Bobby's not busy, you should go and do what he does for a week. Six English classes, two-hour prayer meeting, Sunday morning pre... I tell you, I'm so grateful for my son being used there in ministry. Frank and Christy in Taiwan and Chris, Bobby in April. Here I'm teaching children. Well, I want to get to the word here. In Japan, I got to preach at Ishikiri Church. This was a church that John Bell built in 1959. It's hard to read the cornerstone there. But it says, dedicated to revival, May 5, 1959, John M. Bell, founder. How many know when you build the church of God? I tell you, we went to Nagasaki where a church imploded when the bomb was dropped on Nagasaki. And the, the whole city uses that church as a whole, uh, the emblem of that attack. And they rebuilt that church. The church goes strong. You know, you can drop a bomb on the church, but the gates of hell cannot prevail against it. The church goes on. Uh, Bobby was just in Osaka Tabernacle that Leonard Coop built. Services still go on nightly there. They were just in the service. Tell you, the church, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Psalms, there's 15 Psalms of Ascent. That's our excitement about going to church. Going up from Jericho to Jerusalem, they wouldn't dare go through Samaria, so they had to go from Jericho to Jerusalem. Well, it's a big climb up a mountain. It's just straight up. If you look at the difference in elevation, Jericho's below sea level. 
Jerusalem's up here, the mountains. I lift up my heels to the mountains. From where comes my help? My help comes from the Lord. They were looking up to Jerusalem. They were excited to go to the house of God. The songs of ascent, they went up to the house of the Lord. You know, the psalms are meant to be sung. And I've already quoted this verse, but we need to sing it. Go to the first verse of this chapter. I was glad when they said unto me, I was glad when they said unto me, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. They had 15 psalms to sing on their way to the temple. Do you sing on your way to church? At least put Caleb on and sing with them right on the way to church. I did this morning, 91.3. You know, you always have to find where it is. Well, it's 91.3. Caleb, sing on your way to church. Let's go up to Zion. Let's go up to Zion. Let's go up to Zion, the city of our king. Oh, let's go to church. Let's go singing. Let's go joyful. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. I already mentioned how the house of the Lord is to be a house of prayer for all nations. I tell you, I get real excited when I'm going to church in Japan or in, in China. But God wants us to have that excitement wherever we are. Ladies, you that just got back, surely, from the prison ministry. Oh, did you have church there? You know, the presence of the Lord, wherever we go, we take with us the presence of the Lord. Church for those ladies in prison, they're not free to come here. But we have to take church to them, right? The joy of getting together and worshiping the Lord is so important. And a verse that goes with this first verse, Isaiah 56, 7, make them joyful in my house of prayer. Are you joyful in the house of prayer? Do you come with joy? A skip in your step. Boy, come rejoicing. Did King David dance? If King David was here, he might be dancing down the aisle today. Oh, the joy of the Lord is our strength. Rejoice in the house of the Lord. Be so thankful for Christ is King Church. Let's come. Be glad that you come to the house of the Lord. The next verse. Our feet shall stand within your gates, O Jerusalem. Here's some faithful people that are faithful. They stand day after day, week after week. Pastor Fujinaga on the right, his dear wife, plays the piano. They're just lovely people. On, on my right is a couple. I was shocked that morning because she's from Taiwan. I could actually use some of my Chinese, Jane. I would speak Chinese, and then she would say it proper <laughs> because mine is so sloppy and bad with the... With the uh, different tonals and all. But anyway, she was such a blessing from Taiwan. So we had great church with this, these that are standing. They're used in ministry. They're missionaries. They're pastors faithfully. Our feet shall stand. We sang a song tonight about standing. How many know it's important that we stand firm in the house of God? This is where our roots need to go down deep. This is where we're we won't fall if we're connected to the house of God. I've never understood people who say, we don't need to go to church. I can just be a Christian without going to church. That's so unbiblical. Most of our New Testament was written to the local churches. Oh, let's not forsake assembling together. We need the local church. We need to stand. 
And in this evil day, you know, the armor of God, Ephesians 6, 11, it tells us four times that we might be able to stand. We need the armor. That we might be able to withstand in this evil day. Having done all, stand firm. And then stand therefore, putting on the armor. I tell you, God wants his people to stand. And it so excites me when I go to a country where there's idolatry, where there's very few churches, but I find faithful people stand in the house of the Lord. I mean, people, now I've been going to Ishikiti Church for about six years, and those people are there faithful every time I show up. They're there, standing in the house of God. Our feet shall stand within your gates, O Jerusalem. Here's a family, oh, just a great family. He spent some time in America, he can speak English. His daughter can translate for us in English. These are just precious people that we spent time with. This is our dinner after the service happened. <laughs> Jerusalem is built as a city that is compact together. How many know God wants his church to be compact together? Don't let division ever come. Don't let division come in your own spirit toward the church or the pastor. God wants us to be together. That's a word God gave my wife and I. Whatever we do, our whole married life, we're doing together. And we did it all those 34 years. We were together in ministry until she went to heaven to her reward five and a half years ago. But together, we need one another. We need the church. We need the body of Christ. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go to the house of the Lord. Don't let there be anyone that you can't look in the eye and rejoice with. Don't let any division come in your spirit. God wants us to be compact together in the house of the Lord. Hebrews 10.25, not neglecting to meet together. As the habit of some is, some don't meet together. But encouraging one another. We come together to encourage one another. To come joyfully to the house of God. The best... One of my favorite psalms in scripture, Psalm 133, just a short psalm, but how blessed it is when men dwell together in unity, like that precious anointing oil that flowed down from Aaron's beard. Precious people of unity and together in the house of God. To which the tribes go up, the tribes of the Lord, as was decreed for Israel to give thanks to the name of the Lord. What's really great is when your tribe comes with you. Tribe of Judah come together. Tribe of Benjamin come together. The Sarah tribe come together. Here's a little tribe on their way to church by train. Bobby said, my kids are going to grow up thinking it's normal to go to church on the train. But here we're on the way up to Ishikiti. The tribes go up, the tribes of the Lord. Oh, when the families go to church together. You can't see Robert's little Bible there, but he's so proud of his little Bible. He was dressed up in his suit coat. He was ready. Boy, when tribes come together, oh, cry out to God for the prodigal. Cry out whatever you need to do. Lord, I want my family with me in church. When the tribes come up together, when we're in unity as a family, God wants your family members to be here too. And this is my son, Bobby, you that don't know him, his wife, April, and their four children. What a great time we had with them. For there are set thrones of judgment, the thrones of the house of David. 
You know, Matt actually took us to a verse in Daniel today about where it says, God sets thrones. And the Ancient of Day came out, and he sat in his seat. How many know that we've renamed this church Christ is King, and there's a King of Kings sitting on the throne? You and I are also going to rule and reign with him one day? I tell you, it's exciting. Christ is King. And like Matt said, not just in the future, right now. He's King of Kings, Lord of Lords. All Handel had it right when he wrote Handel's Messiah. King of Kings forever and ever, and he shall reign. Boy, the King of Kings. And Matt, boy, when you put that name out there, I just want to sing, he is the King of Kings. We sang that a few times in school, didn't we? King's Academy. He is the Lord of Lords. His name is Jesus. Jesus. He is the King of Kings. Thrones are set there. He rules and reigns. I tell you, when you even just read Jesus' Sermon on the Mountain, his greatest sermon ever, in every chapter, five, six, seven, he mentions the kingdom. This is what it's all about. The kingdom of God. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom. 6.10, your kingdom come, we pray. Your will be done. And chapter 7 is a warning. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom. That's a scary one, isn't it? We need to be ready. The kingdom of God. He is the king of kings. The next one here in this chapter. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. May they prosper that love you. It's interesting because I arrived in Japan and then... You know, the day, was it October 6th? The attack by Hamas? Seven. Okay. I arrived in Japan, and then the attack happened in Jerusalem. We got together for this prayer meeting, and you better believe Jerusalem and Israel was at the top of our prayer list that night. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Jesus loves that city. We even see Jerusalem coming down out of heaven, the new Jerusalem in Revelation. I like to say, just like I like to sing, as the mountains are round about you, Joe, because we're a city of mountains and lakes. As the mountains are round about Jerusalem, so the Lord is round about his people. God loves Jerusalem. And, you know, he puts on our heart our own Jerusalem. Oh, Shujo City, a city I love. I would just, just love the dirt in that city, everything about it. But I can see how God loves Jerusalem. That is his city, anyone who touches it. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. But we're also told to pray for our city. Jeremiah 29, 7. Seek the welfare of the city where I have sent you. How many are praying for San Antonio? For your city. Seek the welfare of the city where I have sent you into exile. Maybe you think, well, I don't really want to be here. Well, seek its welfare. Pray to the Lord on its behalf. For in its welfare, you will find your welfare. Tell you, we need to be praying for our city, don't we? We need to be praying for wherever God has planted you. Have a love for your city, the people of your city. 
I don't know what the population is, over a million now in San Antonio. God loves every one of those people. They're eternal souls created in the image of God. Listen, pray for the peace of San Antonio, for deliverance from evil. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Peace be within your walls, safety within your palaces. How many know God wants peace in your home, inside your walls, inside the church walls, but inside your, your home too, your palace, where you live? He wants there to be peace and safety. This is Bobby's home, and look who showed up while I was there. I didn't know when I went they would show up. How many recognized Don and Michiko White there? I had traveled more in Japan than Michiko had, and she grew up in Tokyo. She said she had never been out of Tokyo. So they decided to take a trip and see what her country looked like. And so they came and visited us there in Kashiba and had a great time in Bobby's house here, dinner with the whites. Peace be within your walls. The next verse here. For my brothers and friends' sake, I will say, peace be within you. I tell you, many of you are close friends with Donna Michiko. My wife, you know, this is one of her closest friends, Cindy Michiko. Before we ever went to Asia, she loved Michiko, and Michiko loved her. We spent a lot of time in her home. I know Don was talking about Roger over there, you know, this church. They don't forget you all here. But for my brothers and friends' sake, I will seek your peace. How many know we need to, to seek the peace of our brother? If they're hurting, we need to be an encourager. If they don't have peace, we need to help them get peace. We need to minister to our brother. There's a sad verse in the Bible, though. Sometimes it's good to look at the negative example. Genesis 37.4, the story of Joseph. When his brothers saw that their father loved him more than all his brothers, they hated him. And then the next phrase, and could not speak peacefully to him. I hope there's no one in the house of God that you can't speak peacefully to. We're supposed to desire peace for our brother, for our friends. We need to seek peace. But what's amazing, just six chapters later, those brothers have been caught by Joseph with a golden cup in their sack and their money in their sack. And the servant came chasing after them, and the brothers were petrified. And what did the servant say at the command of Joseph to his brothers? Peace to you. Here they couldn't even speak peacefully, a word peacefully to Joseph. But Joseph had the ability to kill them. And what did he say? Peace to you. We need to seek the peace of our church, of our family, of our brothers and sisters. I tell you, God wants peace and unity and joy in the house of the Lord. Because of the house of the Lord our God, I will seek your good. I will seek my brother's good. I had a great privilege of sitting down with Sam Benedict, who's been in Japan for over 40 years. We had a mini summit for an hour and sharing about the church and the, the blessing of the church. And 
Life Song Church, his son Caleb, and we just had a great visit together. At the end, he said, you set a fire under me, brother. And I said, no, you're the one who set a fire under me all these years of your faithfulness. Are you setting a fire in the heart of your brother and sister for the house of God? Are you stirring up your brother and sister? Are you bringing all the blessing you can, the good blessing you can to your brother and sister? God wants us to bring joy into the house of the Lord and rejoice with our brothers and sisters. Go ahead to the next one here. Here's preaching in that Ishikiri church. I'm going to end here with one more slide. But what a privilege to preach in churches that have been faithful year after year after year and be able to go there and be a little part of what God's doing in Japan. At the end, we had to say goodbye to Pastor Fujinaga and his wife. And they followed us down the stairs and out to the street. And sister, Brother Fujinaga's wife, wanted to convey to me what she got out of the message that day. And of course she couldn't say, I was glad when they said unto me. She didn't have that English vocabulary. But she looked at me with the biggest smile on her face and she said two words that won't leave me and I hope they don't leave you. She looked at me and said, happy church. Are you a happy church? Are you glad you get to come here? Are you glad you get to hear the word? Are you glad for the faithful people God's put you to rub shoulders with? God wants us to be a happy church, whether in Japan, in Taiwan, in China, or right here in the city where God placed you to pray for the peace of your city. Listen, God wants you to be happy. I was glad when they said unto me, let's go to Christ is King Church. Sing on your way to church. Rejoice on your way to church. Sing as you go out the doors, as the pastor's wife did. Happy church. Let's keep the joy of the Lord. Oh, my house shall be called a house of prayer for all nations and make them joyful in my house of prayer. Let's pray. Lord, I thank you, God. I thank you for the blessing of church. I thank you for the blessing of Christ's King Church and the blessing of San Antonio, a city we loved and lived in for 30 years. Thank you for this city. Thank you for the church in this city. Thank you for Pastor Matt, Mark, Mike out in Fredericksburg, Mitchell on the drums. Thank you, Lord, for this church, your faithful people. When I come here, I know so many. I get to pop in and out, but they're faithful. They're here. They're part of the team. They're part of the church. Bless, Lord, this church. Let there be joy in the house of the Lord. Let them be glad when they said unto you, Come, let's go to Christ's King Church. Bless this church. Bless Pastor Matt and Heather in Jesus' name. Amen.